Mike Our Guru, Thursday, July 21st, 2022. Good morning, everybody. This is Lenny Lawson, the Car Guru. And thank you for tuning in. Or if you happen to be here by accident, thank you for the accident. Uh, speaking of accidents, yesterday we didn't have one, but we came closer than I've come in a long time. My wife and I were driving to Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, and I won't get into why, but we did, yes, we did go to the Cheesecake Factory. Love it. Had the Santa Fe salad, if you care. So anyway, we were pulled up to this intersection. Of course, you got the main four lane that we are trying to get onto. It's Highway 11E here in Greenville, Tennessee, Upper East Tennessee. And we were coming in from this side road. And the intersection, the side roads don't really line up. Both of them have traffic signals, but they don't line up with each other. So it's a pretty long intersection that you have to go through. For example, if the, the light is turning um, yellow, if you try to run that yellow, by the time you're just passing that second lane, it's red, and it's been red, and the cars have already started out. Well, that's what happened to us. We were starting out into the intersection. I got all the way into the first lane and getting red, just my bumper basically crossing the center line on the other lane, and boom, here comes this car right in front of me. And I slammed on the brakes, but it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, the car was already past me. It was going so quickly that that uh, you know it wouldn't have. If I hit the brakes, it didn't matter. I, I sat there and watched for just a second to see where that dude was going. He turned in, and I did something that I recommend that nobody ever do. Uh, what you're supposed to do is just go on, right? But I was angry. I was quite angry, and I I've. The reason that really gets me is that intersection. I've seen so many people run that red light. And um, I guess the rule you need to understand, we all need to understand, is when it turns green, don't go before you look. Pretend like there's no light there. Look left again just to make sure that nobody's coming. Maybe even look right and then look left again. Um, because people do not um, hesitate to run red lights these days. But like I say, this intersection is very long and, and very poorly laid out. Uh, so I, I watched where the guy went. He went to a bank there, uh, just right right up the street, just pulled right in. I pulled in right beside him. I rolled down my window, and he jumped out of the car. I could tell he was an elderly guy. And he immediately looked at me, and I could tell he was, not ha he was upset uh, at himself. And uh, he said, I am so sorry for, for doing that. And I said, well, I just I appreciate that. I just wanted to make sure that you knew that, uh, you know, that you ran the red light. That could have been really bad. So, and I just rolled my window up and I said, have a nice day. And so I went on. But I shouldn't have done that. You know, you think about how many people do that kind of thing and it, and it turns out to be a fist fight or something like that. Now, I wouldn't have let it get that to that level. I think I could have taken him, though. But that's beside the point. I, I, I wouldn't ever... Do that or recommend doing that. That is the wrong way to handle it. I should have just gone on to Knoxville. So I hope you're not too disappointed in me. Um, but, uh, you know, those are one of those things that, that, you know, I mean, it gets people killed all the time. I would have been T-boned if I had been, you know, just a milliseconds, I would have hit him or he would have hit me. And then, but... Just a little bit further, I'm talking like maybe five feet, he's hitting me right in the door, probably going 40, 45 miles an hour. And, and that would not have been good. 
So I do want to talk a little bit about accidents and, and uh, you know, like the big causes, the things that, that are really showing up in the statistics. You can imagine what the num- one of the, not the number one, but one of the top causes for accidents uh, right now. It's a human behavior that has gone completely out of control. And uh, you can probably guess what it is. But I'm not going to tell you until we get into this a little bit. I do want to go over a few statistics with you about uh, accidents and, and what's, um, you know, what's happening in, as far as statistics are concerned. Um, male versus female. Now, you're gonna know, you probably already know that, that who has the most accidents, right? 71% of car accident deaths were males. Now, I see a lot of fast drivers that are men. Usually, they're driving a Ram truck. I'm not kidding. That's just a, you know, it's just an observation I've had. If it's a fast female driving, she's under, she's under 30, and she's driving in a small SUV. Um, but these are the people that I see driving, the, or big SUV in some cases. But um, we all drive too, well, not all of us, but some of us drive too fast. I'm trying to become more of a right lane guy. Uh, left lane is for passing. Right lane is for cruising. But there's a lot of people who think that the left lane is for racing. And for uh, if you look at on these uh, like I-26 or any of these interstates around here, sp- specifically I-95 and I-26 is my experience. These huge traffic jams, and everybody wants to ride in the fast lane. And if you're in, I guess they think if you're in the uh, in the slow lane, you're a nerd. I'm just going to have to be a nerd. I guess. But anyway, females do a lot better uh, than men do, according to national statistics. Male deaths, 70.6%. Female, um, 29.4% in vehicle accidents. Number one cause of accidents. I'll get to that here in just a minute. Okay, I'm back. Uh, Before I get back into the uh, subject matter, I do want to talk a little bit about the Response to the F-150 Lightning truck. That's the electric, all-electric F-150. It's going to be a game-changer as far as the industry is concerned. For one primary reason, volume. A lot of people buy F-150s. Until the the big chip shortage, it was about 900,000 of you a year uh, buying Ford trucks. And so Ford has been number one for like 46 years in a row, something like that. So when... A big manufacturer like that says, okay, we're going to start making an electric version of this truck. Then the uptake on that is going to be pretty substantial. They're estimating 250 to 300,000. As soon as they can get their, their plants going in Tennessee, right now the only place they're building them is up in uh, Michigan at the Rouge River plant, the Ford truck plant up there. But once they get that big plant in Stanton, Tennessee going, which will probably take about two years, uh, you're going to see a lot more being produced. Now, are they going to sell? No, I could probably, I guess. Um, I'm just hoping that they put monster batteries in them and, and have some type of uh, charging infrastructure. I've got one ordered. All right, I put my name on the list uh, so that I could you know, be one of the first ones, but I just don't know. I, I really enjoy traveling with my in my F-150. As far as any vehicle that I could travel in and you know, I pretty much got the run of the place. I would just as soon travel in my truck as anything else. It's the driving position. 
the command of the road. It's the comfort, um, you know, just the dash layout, just and the fact that I can haul stuff and you know, like the cars that I pull around, my camper, that kind of stuff. So you know, there's not a lot of things you can do that with and be that versatile, versatile, versatile. the The problem is the fuel economy right now. You know, I've got the power boost, and it will get up to 24 miles to the gallon on the highway, although mine won't because I messed with it. Yes, in my great wisdom, I decided to level the truck, which basically raises the height of the truck. Why would I do that? Because it makes it look better. Well, when you do that, you've got too much space between the top of your tire and the bottom of the wheel well. So what do you do next? Put bigger tires on it. Both of those in combination cost me three miles to the gallon. So I'm doing about 21 on the highway and probably around 17, 18 around town. It does stay in around town. It's a hybrid, okay? It's, a, it's called the Power Boost. It's got a 3.5 liter EcoBoost, which is the turbo charged uh, V6. And uh, in addition to that, it has an electric motor and a battery. And, uh, you know, it, you don't have to plug it in or anything like that. It just charges when you put your brakes on. And, and um, you know, it's just a hybrid. So, anyway, I like it. It works well. And uh, I don't ever have to worry about a line at the charging station, if I can find one. So, I don't know what I'm going to do with this uh, F-150 that I have, or this Lightning truck that I have ordered. Uh, I may, maybe they'll get the range up a little bit. But there's not going to be any charging infrastructure out there for some time. And But most of my use is not... Uh, too far from home, although I do go to Cincinnati occasionally, and I would have to find a place to charge part of the way up there, um, and that's not real appealing to me. Uh, and last time I looked at the availability of charging stations between Somerset, Kentucky, and, uh, and Cincinnati wasn't real promising, and I just know that if I pull in and I see a bunch of cars sitting there waiting, I'm just going to get flusterated, as they say around here. But anyway, let's get back on this uh, interesting, uh, as far as accidents are concerned. What's causing them? Speeding is number one. Speeding. 108,554 car accidents were due to speeding. It accounted for nearly 30% of all accidents, and you see it every day. Speed limits. You know, one of the things I think causes people to speed is that cars are so good right now. They just do, you do not get that sense of speed. And you feel like you're in control when you're really not. Uh, You'll find out that that you're not when a deer runs out in front of you or a rabbit or, you know, somebody gets over in your lane and you have to make an evasive maneuver and all of a sudden you're spinning around at 360 degrees and seeing things behind you that you shouldn't be seeing. Uh, Speeding is a big problem and we all just need to slow down, but nobody's going to pay attention to me. Um, Motor vehicle deaths by speed limit. Uh, 48% of the deaths were people were traveling at, at 55 an, uh, miles an hour or more. 27%, 40 to 50. And less than 35 miles an hour was 25%. And I bet most of those were because they were being hit by somebody else. Like the number, number two cause of accidents is drunk driving. Uh, you know, the impar- we all know about that. I remember one time I was um, in, in college and I was, I don't know, I had a bunch of fraternity brothers that wanted me to take them out and drive around and spin around in a parking lot. It had just snowed, and, you know, in, in my brilliance, I said, okay, I'll drive. 
Well, I hadn't been drinking, but all of them had. And so we went to this bowling alley, and we started doing donuts. And we're spinning around and having the best time, and all of a sudden I look up and I see not one police car, but three at there at the entrance of the uh, bowling alley. And so, as you would expect, when I pulled out, they said, why don't y'all just pull over this way? So this officer came up. Now, this is 1976. And so, uh, you know, I was driving a... uh, I I think I was driving my Malibu Classic with a dealer tag on it. And all he said, basically, as I recall, said... "Um, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that. Are you guys students at UT? And I said, yes, sir. And he said, okay, I know you're just having fun. Uh, you had not been drinking, have you? No, I, I haven't been drinking. And so uh, he said, well, just go on back to the fraternity house or wherever you're from and, and don't do that anymore. And I said, okay. What would have happened today? Well, we'd all be in jail. You know, and that's a good thing because we shouldn't be out there intoxicated, even though I wasn't. Um, but every day, 28 people die due to drunk driving in, in the United States. 28 folks. Uh, this is the equivalent of one death every 53 minutes. Um, so anyway, don't drink and drive. Not even a couple. You know, you go to a restaurant, you think, well, just, you know, drink two or three beers or whatever. And then you pull out and you get pulled over. And, you know, your day is ruined and your so is your insurance premiums. So it's better just not. Uh, number three causes, what I was kind of alluding to earlier was distractions. You know, we just got too many. I was looking at my infotainment system on, in my car. For those of you who don't know, that used to be called the radio. It's now infotainment, which is information and entertainment. Anyway, there's a lot of, it's a big screen, you know, it's got a lot of buttons on it. I mean, all of the different apps and choices of things that we can listen to, everything from podcasts, you know, to Spotify, to um, iHeartRadio. You can even listen to this radio show, AM, on AM Radio. I'm surprised that most young people even know what AM is. What is that? AM. Um, So, you know, we just have to eliminate distractions. Number one distraction right now, you know what it is, talking on cell phones, texting. Uh, Number three is eating. Number four is talking to passengers. I guess we're going to talk to them, just don't turn around while you're driving. A lot of accidents happen when people are just messing with their controls, adjusting the radio. You know, these dash lights are too bright. Where is that knob? Kapowie. Um, Climate controls, you know, adjusting the temperature. I'd hate to have to die because I was too cold. Um, let, let the passenger do it. That's a good idea. All right, cell phone, um, obviously uh, texting and driving, those types of things. A lot of rear-end collisions. A lot of people running into the rear end of other cars because they are doing something on their phone. Um About uh, car accidents have increased by almost 38% over the last five years due to cell phones. I thought they were illegal in the state of Tennessee to drive and use your cell phone. I think if you have, you know, hands-free, you're supposed to be able to do it. But isn't it illegal? Um, Speeding is illegal, too, though, and drunk driving is illegal. People still do it. 
people still run stop signs. Just because something's against the law doesn't really mean that much, it seems like. Uh, the number five cause for uh, traffic accidents is weather, uh, weather-related accidents. You know, one of the things I really think about is just people overdriving the situation. My dad used to get on me about uh, not slowing down, you know, when it was raining or, you know, un- under the conditions, maybe because it's dark or something like that. He said, Lenny, you're overdriving the conditions. Why don't you just tell me I'm driving too fast? Okay, you're driving too fast. Um you know, as far as handling a car, I told you, you folks, I went to the uh, Porsche performance driving experience down at uh, Atlanta. And I, I quickly found out that, you know, driving fast is for a racetrack when there's nobody coming the other direction. And, um, you know, it's just it just makes no sense to be going driving really fast on a curvy road or something because all of the different things can come at you from the side. And people just, I don't know, we just block that kind of stuff out of our minds, and we we shouldn't. Uh, a lot of red light accidents, like the one that, uh, that happened to me, uh, according to this, it says, we've all tried to beat a red light at one point or another. However, the next time you drive, you might want to rethink if it's worth it. From uh, the last five years, basically, or uh, sorry, yeah, last five years, 705 people die every year from running a red light. It's pretty flat as far as uh, if you look at the the the, uh, the last five years, 687, 723, 701, 708, 710. I don't know who compiles this. I guess the some some coalition for safer roads or somebody does. But that's an important statistic. You know, I guess my rule is if I can possibly stop, if it turns yellow, and I can stop, then I'm going to stop. Um, if it turns yellow, I'm not going to put my foot on the gas. I'm just not going to do it. Shouldn't do it uh, because that's just going to lead to a potential problem because somebody else, um, you know, somebody might start out and, you know, it turns green for them just like it did for me. You start out, next thing you know, you lose the front end of your Ford Bronco. Uh, number seven cause for accidents is just fatigue. Um, you know, drowsy, drowsy driving over the last five years, approximately 1.4 of all car accidents. So that's not a lot. I, mean, I got drowsy today. Uh, driving back from Knox or yesterday, driving back from Knoxville, um, I could tell it. I mean, I, my eyes were just, my lids were a little heavy. So, what should you do? Do you pull over? Do you, you know, get go get a drink of water? I asked my wife for some gum. Is that gum over there? She always has gum, and um, so I got me two pieces of gum and started chomping on it. She, after a few seconds, she said, "Liking that gum, aren't you?" I guess I was smacking my lips too much, but I was awake. You know, so she should be thankful for that, right? So, you know, it, just looking at in a summary, avoid speeding, never drink and drive, avoid being distracted, if at all possible. You know, sometimes you just have a lot going on in your head, don't you? And you think about all kinds of things, and the last thing you're thinking about is driving. And I don't know how, I don't know what the fix is for that. I guess just pull over and cry it out, and then get back in the car and move on down the road. Uh, just don't use your cell phone in a car. Just don't. Just put throw it in a glove box. I tell you, a better thing. Put it in a trunk. Just put it in the trunk. Throw it in there. Uh, they'll wait on you. I remember when there were no cell phones, and if somebody wanted to find me, they called the dealership or the home. And if I wasn't there, then they just didn't worry about it. My daughter's panic right now if I don't answer on the third ring. It's ridiculous. Just we're just addicted, aren't we?
Uh, be extra cautious during bad weather. You know, when it's raining, your windshield wipers are really going on high speed. You don't really need to be going fast, and you need to turn on your flashers. You know, you probably laugh at those people. Why has he got his flashers on? It's so that you can see him. He doesn't want you to run into him. So don't berate him because he's just trying to be safe. Never try to beat the red light and get plenty of sleep. Drive safe and be safe. So uh, I thought that was an interesting thing for me to run into right after that incident yesterday. Um, so be careful, and I'll be back here in just a minute. Well, I was feeling really good until I picked up the Automotive News. That's one of our publications that we read is Car Dealers. It's not top secret stuff. You could subscribe to it, too, if you wanted to. But read about another possible cause of uh, us to not get as many cars as we need to sell. You know, you thought that the chip shortage, I always thought that chip shortage was a bunch of baloney. I think it's a conspiracy. But probably not. Um, but, we, you know, we can't get components. It's not just chips. I mean, it's a lot of different types of uh, stuff that they need in order to be able to build vehicles parts but apparently we have another tsunami coming uh, in the form of a strike by the international longshore and warehouse union uh, their contract with the pacific maritime association now this is all going on on the west coast folks so that's why it's probably a weird thing but uh, this happens and uh, these people are having to uh, work a lot of hours to try to catch up and they're not happy it's 22,000 workers at 29 west coast ports that stretch from San Diego to Bellingham, Washington. Now, as I said, their contract expired July 1. They are not off the job yet. That's going to basically impact your uh, a lot of the stuff that we order and is made in China or different other places in Indonesia and Vietnam and so forth. But uh, they are trying to work this out, but this could be another one, as if we needed another one. So hopefully these gas prices will keep falling a little bit, and we can get some relief from that. Um, we, you know, if you have an issue with your car, I had a customer call me the other day and said they had run into something and needed me to come pick up their car. An elderly person here in town that was a good friend of my mom's, and she said, "Lenny, I haven't changed my oil in like two years." And I said, "Well, have you driven much?" And she said, "No. Matter of fact, she's only driven about fifteen hundred miles in two years." So does she need to change her oil? Yes, you do. You should at least change your oil at least every six months or may, no, no longer than a year. Uh, I don't care if the car is sitting because when it sits, bad things happen too. A lot of moisture in the air and stuff. It gets inside the cylinder walls and uh, things can happen. Moisture in the form of water is not good for an engine. And you need to keep all those parts lubricated and that oil can degrade over time. And that moisture gets in the oil, and then you got sludge. So change your oil if your car's been sitting for a while. Make sure you keep it changed. It will make a difference in the long run. So if I can help you with any kind of issues like that, questions, you know, send me a text message, 423-552-2020. Love to help people. Like to help them solve problems with their automobiles. And since we're going nationwide now, I'd say my phone will be ringing off the hook. But thanks for listening to this edition of My Car Guru, and I will talk to you again tomorrow.